Hi, I'm Charlotte Gortney. I love learning, and I love learning from others, and I love conversations because they teach me so much. I feel like conversations are disappearing, and I can't let that happen. Let's have conversations again. This podcast is about the conversations I wish we were having. Today I will share a centrist position, and this might be the hardest position to hold. That has not always been the case, but in our current cultural context, the middle is shrinking. Those left-leaning are becoming leftist, and those right-leaning are becoming right-wing. There doesn't seem to be an appreciation for wanting to embrace more than one point of view. This is where a centrist lands. A centrist knows that there's always more to the story, and rarely is a debate black and white, and one typically doesn't hold the same beliefs for a lifetime. A centrist knows it's painful to retract a strongly stated conviction and is careful about what he or she claims as ultimate or absolute. This is the starting point for a centrist. Centrists found a home in the United Methodist Church in the last half of the previous century. This position actually became our calling card when the United Methodist Church embraced the tagline, Open Hearts, Open Minds, Open Doors. Our denomination has prided itself on allowing room for questions, for doubts, even disagreement. Grace has been primary. We have set ourselves apart from our fundamentalist kin and other Protestant churches around us. We think of ourselves as having more of a permission-giving bent. Centrists have drawn criticism toward the United Methodist Church from both sides. When people say, you don't know what you believe, you don't stand for anything, you're a mushy middle. But most United Methodists have a personal story about how this acceptance brought them closer to Christ and why they either chose to be United Methodist or why they stayed United Methodist. In the LGBTQ debate, centrists aren't in favor of disaffiliation. Whether they agree with same-gender marriage in the church and LGBTQ ordination or not, they see a strength in embracing a variety of opinions and actually desire the big tent church, where people can disagree with each other and still be church together. Centrists also don't tend to be in favor of talking openly about how it might feel to an LGBTQ person in their congregation. They hope that if we just don't talk about it, everyone can get along. Centrists have a theological position with ethical implications. It's just not as clearly articulated as the traditionalist. Centrists believe in the core doctrines, authority of Scripture, divinity of Christ, the mystery of the Trinity. They can say the Apostles' Creed without crossing their fingers behind their back. Centrists, though, are much more likely to want a conversation about these core beliefs than a definition that is immutable. For a centrist... Once again, grace is primary. Centrists fell in love with Jesus because of grace. And yes, that's messy or fuzzy at times. And yes, it means a centrist must sometimes change their position. Yes, it's harder to tick off the checkboxes, and centrists can frustrate both sides, right and left. But the ability to stand in the middle is the only authentic way a centrist knows how to express a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. 
This week, I encourage you to ponder these questions, and if you attend a United Methodist Church, these questions can be discussed in your hallway conversations. Has your faith ever gone through a crisis where what you once trusted as true had to change or shift? How do you feel about the United Methodist tagline? Open hearts, open minds, open doors. Have you ever considered yourself a centrist and then realized that you simply can't make room for a position that strays too far from your own? And how did you respond? Now let us pray. Now, O Lord, call me into a quietness that heals and listens and molds my longings and my passions and my wounds and my wanderings into a more holy and human shape. Amen. Amen. 